You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 343. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. So my day got off to a great start. My day got off to also a great start. You you go first. So I was halfway to work. I don't even know how I did this because it's such a part of my routine. It's halfway to work and I didn't have my little cooler that I take every day with all my sodas. I don't even know how you did that. And my Metpro snacks <laughs> and my lunch. And I'm halfway to work and I just look over and I'm like... My passenger seat is empty. <laughs> Where's my food and drink? <laughs> and so I had to turn around and come all the way back home <laughs> so I could get my... My first thought was like, you know, I just stop at a gas station and buy soda. Yeah. And I was like, what about my lunch? And I was like, well, maybe I can like muddle through with like some beef jerky or something. And, and then it was like, oh, but my snacks, son of a bitch. Yeah, and I had to turn around and go back that, you know, and it's probably for the best, because if you hadn't, it would have been so easy to like go off plan for the whole day. Like once you crack, crack it open. Yes. It's so hard to reel it back in. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And my day just uh, started crappy because people kind of suck. And um, <laughs> there's just been a lot of sucky things happening. Yeah. But nothing like. Awful, awful. But no, just, no. Yeah. Just annoyance. It's yeah. all minor annoyances. But, but my day, up. my day did turn around very recently. That is true. So and I guess we'll have more news on that later. Okay. So I want to get out in front of things. Okay. So, but, uh, so, uh, we should, I guess, start by, should we do bingo here? We just, oh yeah, we yeah. could do that. Okay. Oh gosh. I don't have the spreadsheet open, so. I will vamp. <laughs> Oh, so Lord. we're doing bingo and it's uh we have all the instructors on a card and you can go to the places where the thing is at and then you can get that and then you can mark them off as you do the bingo with the bingos and the B19 
Bingo. We're Go also on. selling uh, clip-out branded blotters. No. In our online store. No. And uh, I'm ready. We have smokeless ashtrays. Because <laughs> do they still let you smoke it, Bingo? <laughs> I just remember when I when I got taken to Bingo when I was a kid. It was like it. It's like I don't know if we ever won money, but we did win emphysema. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's fair. There's just something about Bingo and like stamping all the little things. I still enjoy that. Uh, I still enjoy the Bingo, but. Um, I have to take a moment and say that, like, this card that Nikki created is just gorgeous. It's a very nice design. It's beautiful. Yes. It's beautiful. Uh, she has she has skills, and I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but our first instructor of the week, there will be three if you include the bonus episode this week. Okay. Uh, then our first one is Eric Jaeger. So for the German instructors, if you haven't been taking classes with German instructors, what you want to do is you want to make sure that your filter includes all of the German instructors, or you won't be able to find any classes, and you will be like did you make this person up <laughs> so that okay. is our first instructor and we will have a second one later in the episode it could pop up at any time like whack-a-mole do your whack-a-moles make noise yeah do they the, are the whack-a-moles around here were were silent hmm. so i guess they were different in a small town yeah. maybe you got the older whack-a-mole machines when we were done with them they were starting to get rusty and then well, it is a podcast. A lot of people are only listening by audio. So I was being like uh, exciting. I was adding some some layers, some texture, some ambient noise. There you go. Okay. <laughs> what? That was I, a whack-a-mole. I thought a whack-a-mole was coming at me. <laughs> it was. was <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to do some whacking. Wait, what? No. No. It's, don't. Don't go to the YouTube for that. Oh, my God. So you can, uh, we should also say thank you to everyone that showed up for the book club. Yes. Well, uh, book Lovers was a really fun book, and we had a lot of fun discussing it. So thank you for everyone that showed up. And our next book club will be on February 13th, and we are going to be reading Turning Inward by Ross Rayburn. And what a treat this book is. <laughs> oh, my God. It is so Good. All type A personalities, I think, is required reading. I love it. Okay. I'm not a type A, so I guess I'm off the hook. I'd like you were going to read it anyway. That's also true. I mean, yeah. you just show up to make jokes. We know. I do. We know. I read that first book. Uh, the, yeah. I got off to a good start there. You did. Yeah. And then you were like, eh. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so uh, we should also let people know uh, what is in store for them this week. Well, we have our interview with Mandy Rose. Mandy is the person who was at the New York City Marathon where Tunde like was struggling and she kind of helped her across the finish line. Uh, what an inspiration that Mandy was. So we interviewed her and that was just a really fun conversation. Get a firsthand account of that tale. Yes. Also, we have a lot of Peloton in the news. We're going to be talking about TikTok. We're going to be talking about what's going on in the stock market, all of those kinds of things. And we have uh, instructors in the news. So, yeah, we're going to talk about Jen Sherman. It's, it's going to happen. <laughs> For I, sure. I have some things to say. Okay. Um, and then uh, lots of other instructor news, not to mention we have a visit from Dr. Jen. And we're going to be talking about a very serious yeah. subject. It's weighty. It needs to be said, though. Uh, I mean, I didn't realize how much it needed to be said until we had this conversation. But we're going to be talking about celebrating while Jewish with anti-Semitism on the rise. And it is, 
I thought, a great conversation. Absolutely. Uh, we're also going to hit our uh, artist series, and we have a lot of content. Birthdays galore. I think I got it all. Okay. Well, before you get to all that, uh, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. Uh, while you're there, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. That's super helpful and greatly appreciated. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Uh, don't forget, we have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash the clip out, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content, a special episode with all the stuff that we didn't have time for in this episode. And last week's was free. So if you haven't checked it out, it's still over there waiting for you. If you want to give it a listen to see what a bonus episode sounds like. And you also get these episodes ad free. And uh, if we get them early, you get them early. Last week, it was if we get them late, you get them late. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole nother story. That you got to listen to the bonus yeah, to know we'll all the things going on. Tale on the bonus episode. <laughs> but, uh, um, and then, of course, don't forget, you can watch all of these episodes on YouTube. I don't know if last week's has gone up yet or not. I don't know. <laughs> so, but, uh, but more often than not, you can watch them on YouTube. How about that? And we have a newsletter, which uh, goes out weekly. And you can sign up for that at theclipout.com so uh there's all that let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall peloton in the news peloton has joined forces with the tickety talk it has there it is it is happening so um tiktok fitness is apparently a hashtag you can follow i say apparently because Let's face it, I'm going to be learning this with you if you're not already on TikTok. <laughs> and apparently, they're going to have live classes over there. You might remember that when Fide was in the studio, he got a custom green bike and and they, for the very first time ever, broadcast a class live there. Well, they're going to be doing that on a monthly basis. They're, we're unsure exactly how many classes that's going to in, encompass. Right. There will also be like behind the scenes things. So if they have artists in the studio, you might get behind the scenes with that. You might get some behind the scenes with the instructors. And of course, the instructors are also separately over on TikTok. So you will continue to get their content there as well. So um, the thing is that I think what it's important to remember, and this kind of goes into the next article too, Tom, so feel free. It's important to remember that why Peloton would do this. There are people that feel that Peloton is stretching themselves too thin, that it's silly, just keep it to the basics. And I would say, well, if you want Peloton to have any chance of surviving yeah. and you want them to be profitable, we need to bring in new users of Peloton. No, they can't just kind of stagnate and be happy with the ones they have, although they should fix their customer service issue with the ones they have. <laughs> um, but until that occurs, uh, they're going to keep growing. They're going to keep trying to grow. And TikTok is absolutely smart. It brings in the young people. Yeah. So that is that is what they should be doing. That, that's You got to be where the people are. You do. And if like, you, you want to appeal like Ariel. to... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and if, if and see the people that this is targeting are not going to know that reference. Exactly. So well, they might because there was just a well, new one. Well, that's true. Yeah. OK, they wouldn't know it from the original. Yes. But 
it makes sense. And it makes so much sense that, you know, for once, Wall Street actually had something positive to say. I know, right? That's yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a surprise that uh, Peloton shares surge 15 percent as it partners with TikTok to offer short form fitness classes. Yeah. You know, I'll go back to what they said last year. They are going to continue to be in places you've never seen them before. Yeah. Here we are. Ta-da. And then uh, moving along, I guess we should also point out an article from bar chart mm-hmm. okay or and or nasdaq.com and i guess the article or the columns called that but anyway they're saying that they think peloton could be one of the surprise winners of 2024 yeah i uh i have no idea if you know Anybody on Wall Street will continue to feel this way or, you know, they'll make somebody else mad and it'll go right back down. But I will say this. um, I think that they've been down for a long time and they've been building and they've been building a lot of momentum. It's not crazy that finally something hits and that people are happy about it. This will grow. This will grow Peloton. They've been doing a lot of the fundamentals that they kind of succeeded in spite of doing mm-hmm. and they're finally maybe rounding a corner to starting to see the payoff of kind of doing the fundamentals and i will i will say how long has it been since we've seen a major stock focused publication say something positive about peloton stock? a long time a long time i i i, it, I mean it would be probably in the pandemic yeah, probably. Um, there were there have been articles here and there that have remained like optimistic about Peloton, but even those went awry towards the end of last year. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's kind of just the same old, same old. I, I'm I'm glad it's positive. I'm yeah, glad it's for positive. sure. So like I said, maybe it's you know all these little thing, little changes that Barry has been making are finally starting to gain traction and pick up some momentum yeah but there's a lot of the the old school that really feels like everything barry does is wrong like everything it's it's really interesting to me so here's a little thing i've noticed about the internet uh people like to bitch what i know it's a hot take but wow. it's just something i thought I'm, everybody was happy there all the time just something i've been kicking around the old knot <laughs> 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 but uh but uh, yeah it's nice to see someone finally being like hey maybe they're figuring this out yeah it is which is what we've been saying for a while now it is we can, were skeptical can, at first can we oh for sure i'm on, well on record can can i also touch on this whole like apple deep water thing for just a moment too sure. um i don't know why the internet thinks that it's a new suggestion every year when someone know, says right? that that peloton is going to be acquired by apple yeah but th- every year it like spreads like wildfire and what the real takeaway from that should be is that people do that to get clicks and at some point it's going to be true i'm not even i mean i'm not saying it won't be true this time but what i will say is it's literally been a headline every single year since yeah. i've had my peloton yeah it's like every eight to nine months somebody's like hey you know what <laughs> yeah what if apple bought them? now i will say this deep water apparently the reason that people are so excited about it is that they were the ones that originally were like apple is gonna be the wave of the future like they called it and also like I don't know. A bunch of their predictions came through last year as well. Like they have yeah. a pretty good record. Right. But 
I don't know. I think there's a lot of problems with this, and it, it always has been. One, it's an Android tablet. Two, what about all their debt? Three, you think they're going to take on all that risk? People got, you know, there there have been some major lawsuits with this. And they're, they don't have a long and rich history of acquiring other equipment. No. With, no. with the exception of Beats. Yes. And their Peloton is currently valued at like $9 million. Like that would be the price tag that I read. I have no idea where they came out with that. $9 million? I'm sorry, billion? Okay, I was like... Billion I'm like, with a B? $9 million? I'm like, well, maybe we should buy it. <laughs> I think I could scrounge up $9 million to buy Peloton. Just got it laying around. Hang yeah. on, let me check my, my couch cushions. Gonna, excuse me, I'm going to go start a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> billion. Okay, um, that makes and, more sense. And so they were saying that like that's three times the amount that Apple has ever spent on an acquisition before. Yeah. Now, still, I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm just saying it happens every year. And I don't know why people are so excited about until it. Until our tarot card reader predicts it. It ain't happening. I don't buy it. <laughs> hey, tarot card reader is hitting it hard this year. She came out of the gate hot. She did, man. Uh, there's been so much that she got right already. So. Absolutely. The Peloton Corporate Wellness Program has added rentals. Yeah, this is really cool because if you if your company is part of the corporate wellness program, then you have the ability to rent a bike uh, or a bike plus. And for the bike, you get $10 off the monthly rental fee. And for the bike plus, you get $20 off the, the monthly fee. So that's really cool. Yeah, especially as this rolls out to more and more companies. There's a lot of people out there that have it and there's probably a lot more that are gonna get it that don't realize yet yes yeah i definitely agree with that um and so i think this is a a really good area for them to grow in because there's a lot of people that probably weren't comfortable trying it but when you add renting you add it through your company you yeah. added a discount who's who's not going to be in yeah especially like i know that there's still a lot of people out there that have that mentality of like oh it's going to become a clothes hanger and uh so i get like well let's rent it yeah. For three months. Yeah. And if it does. You can send it back. We can send it back and we're not locked in. And if and if we love it and we're using it like crazy, then we continue the rental or we just do a buyout. Buy one. So the Peloton on tour merchandise, if you didn't get to the various locations, and I would think very few of you got to all of the locations. Uh, I mean, it's Peloton, not the Grateful Dead. Mm -hmm. So uh, that that merch is now available in Peloton's apparel store. It is. Uh, and it's, it's funny. I'm a, I'm a little not sure how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> because 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 if you like the specialness of it right. was that you could only get it in the one place. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it that it's like leftover stuff. They got to sell it. Yeah, they... it's overstock. Sell it. I mean, it makes sense. That's the right call. I'm just I'm just not 100% like yay about it, you know? <laughs> Look, when the monkeys came to town, they're selling t-shirts. <laughs> At yeah. the merch booth. Mm -hmm. But when the tour is over, the yeah. leftover stuff goes up on rhino.com. But the thing is that it was city specific. Yeah. So, you know, when you go to a monkey's tour, they have well, all the anymore. cities. I, I know. I know babe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am. Uh, but it had all the cities listed. Yeah. So if these had all the cities listed, that's a different story. Gotcha. But this is like specifically you get a water bottle with Los Angeles on it or specifically with London on it. So when I got it for people and sent it to them, that was special. Yeah. And now I know that they could have just went on and got it themselves. So not so special. Well, you, it's still special because you were thinking of it. <laughs> and when you sent it, they didn't know that they were going to be able to get it. That's true, but yeah, 
And are, is everything? On yeah, it? I didn't know. I well, didn't know if there were maybe. I like, didn't do a comprehensive I didn't deep know if dive. Like maybe like you know they have Los Angeles bracelets, but not London bracelets, or well. And by the time this airs, who knows? That's up there for a few days. You know, I, I don't know how many they had left of each thing. So yeah. who knows? But I also wonder how many people want to pay full price for because most of it seems to not doesn't look like it's marked down because like not clearance level stuff yet. And so it's like, would you want to pay full price? If you didn't go. If you didn't go. Like, it's like, well, you didn't go to Peloton on tour Los Angeles. So do you really want the water bottle or the T-shirt? Like, it's not a memory you possess. So True. I'm sure if you wait long enough, it'll die down. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, they might be putting on clearance here soon. And then it's like, oh, OK, for that price. Sure. Why not? We'll see. Speaking of apparel, Mm -hmm. there was a new apparel drop. There was. It was another uh, Lululemon and Peloton collab. And uh, this one has more of the extended sizes. We're seeing that again. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are items that don't have the extended sizes. As we told you, they were going to probably not have everything until next year. Yeah. But um, But you would see you would see those quantities increasing. Exactly. As we progress right that is exactly right personally i wasn't too excited about any of these the colors are just they're just not speaking to me right you know but i will say that the um the material and everything is really nice and if you like lululemon especially it's so nice to have like a variety of things that have peloton and lululemon on it it it's nice just not my thing right now so we're hearing rumblings of a peloton event of some sort coming up at the mall of America. Yeah, you might remember when Peloton on tour was in Chicago, we talked about the fact that there are two locations where Lululemon has these experiential stores and they're ginormous. And the Chicago event, um, like where everybody met for, I think it was the kickoff run or something like that. It was all held at the Lululemon store. That particular place has uh, room to have live classes and it has all kinds it's just it's just huge it's just ginormous well the sister store is in mall of america uh, so our theory is that they are going to do a similar event with those lululemon ambassadors uh, that are peloton instructors at the store and Potentially, maybe there will be some live classes in that space. But even if there's not, I'm sure there will be meet and greets. So I don't know yet anything about it. But I tell you this so that you can make sure and keep your eye out. Because the second these tickets go on sale, they're going to go fast. Yeah. So be on the lookout. And we should talk sports here ever so briefly. Because people will know how much we love sports around right. here. But thank you, Helper B. Nikki. Yes. But uh, <laughs> Peloton's first ncaa partner which was university of michigan mm-hmm. they won the big football game thing they did it was the national championship okay and like they won it by a lot like my understanding is like 15 to 0 or something like that like it was like a total shutout i thought but nikki goes on to say in real sports terms that uh the university of michigan won the college football national championship on monday night uh and their nil player name image likeness player blake quorum rushed for 135 yards with two touchdowns and thank you nikki that means he ran a total of 135 <laughs> y- 134 yards in the game and he was named 
named co-MVP of the game. <laughs> well, I'm so glad she explained yes. that in terms I could read and understand. Yes, because we're like, oh, football. Are they still doing that? <laughs> Is that a thing? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I, uh, I actually have a MetPro client who listens to the show. Uh, I am not going to call her out, but I will say that she went to the game in, uh, I guess, the Rose Bowl. And then if they won that game, she was going to the big Michigan game. And gotcha. she did. And she had a great time. So. That's all I'll say about that. Okay. And coming up after this, we're going to talk instructors in the news. We're going to give you the breakdown on Jen Sherman versus Christopher Nolan. So sit tight. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Instructors in the news. So the big story last week was Christopher Nolan versus Jen Sherman. Yeah. So I guess Christopher Nolan was interviewed by Variety magazine and he was having this whole big spiel about how like not everybody should get to tell their opinion about things. I don't think that's exactly how he framed it. Well, I will say that is how people 
are hearing it. Yeah, like I think it he comes was, off a little. I think he was more like I think it was more the surprise element for him. Like right, he's like, if I'm reading a movie review from Rex Reed or real spoilers, <laughs> right, right, because right. I know Christopher Nolan is a huge real spoiler fan. He's 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 watching every week. Yeah. I'm sure. And, yeah, and that he's like, I can kind of steal myself. Like right, like I know that they're about to critique what I've done. See, I didn't get that takeaway at all. Where when I'm on I'm on the bike. And all of a sudden, my Peloton instructor is like, your last movie was a big, giant ball of shit. He's like, oh, I was not expecting that. Also, she did not say that. She did not say that. I was paraphrasing. Yeah. But I think that was well, the gist. Well, how come when I paraphrase what he was saying, you're like, well, that's not how he well, framed it. I don't feel like I changed the tone of what she said. No, I don't think she said she anything. She said it was two hours of my life I'll never get back. Yeah, so. but she also was careful to say it was because she she didn't understand yeah. it. And and the thing is, is like we watched Tenant. Yeah. Uh, and I was so like, wait, wait, why do they, they keep going back? And it was so hard to follow. For it people who so haven't seen Tenant, hard to follow. It's about time travel. And so and it's but it's it's not like uh, like a silly back to the future kind of time travel. It's really more of like, what if it was real? And it treated it. In a very like serious, Clinical yeah, sense. like sciencey kind of way of like here are the ripple effects and and so it's kind of telling like three stories at once and like they're all at different points at time but happening simultaneously and it's it I really liked the movie. I'm not even saying I didn't like but, it, but it was confusing. You know, I was about to say, but I totally get why she had that reaction because. It is a very densely packed movie. And one of the things I like about Christopher Nolan is he doesn't spoon feed you things like the information is there, but it's definitely designed for you to to digest and pick up on on clues that are happening rather than just like having a character say, hey, remember that time we met four years ago? And then and you're like, people don't talk like that. Right. That's so, true. Um, so I but I get it's a very hard to unpack film. I will also say you and I have talked about this extensively and this was a really cool to movie to watch. Like it as far as all the visual great. effects, like yeah. you cannot take that away. But I have to agree with with Jen Sherman, not not to the point of like that's not, that's two and a half hours. I'll never get back. There are other movies we have watched. I absolutely feel <laughs> that way about. But this was not one of them. It just it just it was like a lot. And yeah. I think it's also one of those movies for me personally, had I watched it Again, I probably would have enjoyed it more the second time. For sure. But at any rate, she said, I guess, four years ago. So let's put this in context. That's also the funny thing. That, that was so uh, long ago. Yeah. She said this on a ride that was four years ago. And she, I mean, she definitely took him to task and had no idea, of course, that someday Christopher Nolan would be taking her ride and hear, <laughs> hear this review. So he was making his point in Variety Magazine, use that as an example didn't say the instructor didn't say the movie but you know yeah. i mean uh, the peloton people we're gonna figure it out oh, i guess sure. what we do and uh so we found out what class it was we went through that well then jen sherman that night she put together i thought a wonderful response which was basically something to the effect of listen i am sorry that that she didn't say i'm sorry she said I, I want to say that even though I didn't understand anything about that movie, I also 
loved Oppenheimer. Yeah. And I, she's watched it twice. And she said, that's that six hours. I never went back, which honestly, I disagree with that. But <laughs> um, and uh, then she went on to say that she invited him to class. It would be insult free and they'd have a great time. And then Christopher Nolan was interviewed again after the golden globes the other night and he was like somebody said something like are you on your peloton and he was like uh all loved peloton but no i'm not on my peloton he said i did not get on the bike today yeah but that's not what people heard yeah because that's not what drive clicks drives clicks so then it started the whole thing up all over again it's been a media frenzy poor jen sherman oh poor jen sherman nothing this is great for her it is great for her image you know but like uh like to think that you actually upset somebody that you genuinely care about like she even says when she's talking about tenant that she's like she likes christopher nolan yeah just this one didn't work for her right so i think that would that would kind of get to you And Jen is a nice person. So then, uh, you know, because nothing ever goes away, of course, it was on Stephen Colbert. Yeah, like he got a a couple jokes in about it on the (laughs) late night. Yeah. So... But anyway, so I I think ultimately it was a good thing for her. It definitely raises her profile. (laughs) And it also... um, I, I think... My guess is Christopher Nolan is... Loves the classic rock. He's 53. He's the same age as me. I love that they use the exact same segments that I did in their little recap. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go on. But, uh, but so I, I think he gravitates towards Jen Sherman because of the music. Not that he doesn't like her personality, too. But like, I think like people, they dig her her tunes. She's de- definitely has very much a classic rock bent. Yeah. In her music selections. So yeah. That I mean, is she my does for prediction. sure. Yeah. Which is also interesting because Christopher Nolan really doesn't use a lot of like music okay, but when you like are songs when you're a person that like makes all these choices like he does do you mm-hmm. get to like get that involved like do you pick yeah. that because i thought they had people for that too so it depends on the movie right so like if you're making kind of a standard rom-com mm-hmm. then there's probably a music supervisor that goes through and says oh let's drop in this song here and this song there and but like when you're christopher nolan you are an auteur Okay. So you are picking everything. Like like everything's like he would not if he wants a certain song It's gonna he, be in it. It's gonna be in it. And and if he can't get it, then he will probably completely retool the whole scene. So like I yeah, it's he's I he's never gonna turn over a film and just be like, drop in a classic rock song from seventy to seventy three. Like he's he would never do that. Okay. Cody Rigsby is heading to London. With his book in hand. He he sure is. You get two classes, two chances for classes in London. Uh, one is an XOXO Cody class, and I think the other one is a pop class. Uh, but there's your there's your chance. Take yeah. your classes while you can. Yeah, if you're over there in the UK. Who knows when you'll get another shot. For sure. You so. have to fly all the way to New York. <laughs> exactly. Bex Gentry is your latest rowing instructor she is and i am really excited about this like she started doing boxing a while back and i'm just not that excited about boxing in general Mm -hmm. the shadow boxing so i hardly ever take those classes but i just love bex in general as an instructor i think she's amazing and i am so excited that she is our newest row instructor and her premiere class is actually tomorrow it's going to be happening before this airs but i i hope to be on just to to show my support she's she's a really nice person and i appreciate her so Allie love is or is not writing a book 
depending on who you ask and by who i mean ally love yeah <laughs> what a freaking cluster this turned into this week and i don't even care at this point who hears it yeah we 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 all saw <laughs> this segment that ally loves said she was writing a book like she freaking said she was writing a book on but, national television but apparently we all simultaneously misinterpreted it and yeah. i was told to take it all down take it down and i was just like well is the today show going down no okay well then then i i stand by what i wrote yeah and that's so what she said now so. she has pivoted on her instagram live and she is saying she has outlines but she never said she was writing a book so you take that for what you will my guess is at some point we're getting a book from Allie love yeah go go with that what and do what you will my first thought was maybe she writes books the way i read books what's that like you get 10 15 pages in and if they blow you stop <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. maybe I will say I, people were like really shitty about this one. I We have reached the tipping point where people were like, no, not another book. I don't care. <laughs> so maybe she read that and she was like, uh, nope. I don't know. Who it could knows? be that my I had another theory, which is that like she's got a book deal in place and like she accidentally got out in front of the that announcement. Totally could be. And the publisher was like, we're not there yet. <laughs> like and so settled she, down. Yeah, so yeah, that could be. I don't know. But uh, watch this space. Yeah, we'll let you know as it happens. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Dr. Jen. She fields a question from someone asking about celebrating while Jewish with anti-Semitism on the rise. So uh, stick around. psychological edge with dr jen joining us once again via the magic of zoom tube is dr jen mann licensed marriage family and child therapist and sports psychology consultant you may know her from vh1's couples therapy with dr jen or vh1's family therapy with dr jen or her long-running radio show the dr jen show she's written four best-selling books including the relationship fix dr jen's six-step guide to improving communication connection and intimacy it's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. Gosh, I've missed you. Right back at you. Uh, I was I was thinking about you the other day because I was telling Sydney about um, your your kitty Emmy, and uh, we were talking about how when we would run together, and how I had a whole conversation with Emmy while you were out of the room one yeah. day. <laughs> Emmy is a pillow cat. <laughs> She's made many appearances on Pillow Cat, and is really one of the absolute best workout cats ever. She can, will stay on the mat through an entire cardio workout, which says a lot because there's a lot of jumping up and down <laughs> in the cardio class. So yes, I'm very proud of her and her Peloton contribution. Well, she's she's a good Peloton supporter. Um, yeah. Well, we have, a, we have lots of questions for you that we'll be getting to um, over the next few weeks. And one of them comes from Julie Benson. I thought that this would resonate resonate with you she is she's jewish and she said being jewish has been hard this year i can't even imagine she says that they only celebrate hanukkah in her home and while they celebrated with much love with family and friends it's also felt isolating this year and upsetting with the rise in anti-Semitism and so many of her Jewish friends and family did not want to display menorahs or draw any attention to the holiday. And it was really heartbreaking for her. And I, I feel that. I mean, I obviously can't experience it in the same way, but it, it is heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to hear. I, I, I appreciate your 
compassion for it. And, and it right now, as, as a Jew, I can say it's a very hard time to be a Jew and to experience the kind of anti-Semitism that has just come out of the woodworks is very demoralizing. And I really understand what Julie is saying about Hanukkah and about kind of the conflict that a lot of Jews are feeling about you wear your Star of David, do you put your Hanukkah, your menorah in the window like we are told to traditionally, or even your Shabbat candles. And uh, I think that her feelings are really normal and they're really understandable. And I also think it's a really important time to embrace traditions. And I know for me, and, you know, the running joke in our family is like, I'm the bad Jew. Like one of my daughters is, is always teaching me about like the prayers and like things to do and the traditions and stuff. And I just did not grow up in a very religious home. But with all of this, I have embraced the traditions more than ever. I now light Shabbat candles. I'm now learning the prayers. And I think that it is really a time for those of us who are Jewish and who are friends of Jews to, for us to embrace Judaism and for us to really stand strong. And, you know, I think that a lot of people who are not Jewish would be really surprised to know how much it means to your Jewish friends to have you reach out and say, Hey, how are you doing? Or I want, you know, I support you. I love you. You know, I had a close friend who's not Jewish text me and say, I want, you know, I'm thinking of you. I love you. I've donated to this Jewish charity. I'm here for you if you want to talk. Other non-Jewish friends of mine who have posted things, that means so much to us. And I think that what Julie is experiencing is really normal. It's really understandable. And and I think that so many of us are, are, are feeling that and that it is a time to reach out to community. You know, I have really... Again, as someone who's not very religious, I'm someone who have I've reached out to Jewish friends. I formed a support group of other Jewish moms that I love and adore because I feel like I don't want to be isolated right now. And I really need that support of other people who are going through that. And I really encourage other people who are going through that to do that as well. Reach out to your community, reach out to friends of yours who you see posting things that are supporting Jews and fighting anti-Semitism. And it's a time to really create community if you don't already have it. I um I I I feel like I don't want to speak for other people and I don't even want to speak for you Tom but like I feel like as a, a non-Jew I don't know I don't know the right things to say and the right things to do and I don't know what's stepping on toes and honestly I don't even understand what the whole world is all that upset about I mean let me be clear I get that like all the attacks are bad like I understand that yeah. but it's so killing con- people is bad absolutely yes. I, I remain <laughs> firm on that but yeah. but but I don't understand all the ins and outs of it. And so it's like, I don't even feel comfortable speaking about it because I can't speak about it intelligently. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I absolutely do. And I think that there are a lot of people who think they're speaking out intelligently who are not and who are getting their information from TikTok, who are getting their information from posts, who are getting a lot of misinformation. And it's really important to educate ourselves, especially if we're going to speak about the history of the Middle East, which is incredibly complex. I don't claim to be a specialist on the Middle East. <laughs> There's still so much I am learning. and But I think that it is important to speak out about humanity. And it's important to not be a hateful mother. <laughs> like, like that seems like 
pretty basic. Like yeah. to not hate someone because of their religion seems like pretty basic stuff. And that Jews today are seeing things that are incredibly reminiscent of the Holocaust. And to to understand that we are a group that we've seen six, seven million of us be killed, that that we have a collective trauma that is being reignited and a collective PTSD that is being re that is being ignited. And to understand that if you care about anyone who's a Jew and that that is something to really understand on a deep and profound level, that we are people who have had many of us, millions of us murdered. And so when people are in the streets saying they want to kill us, this is going to be triggering for us. Yeah, it's not and, just hyperbole, right? right. Like, no. it's, it, I mean, it 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 has happened and it has happened yeah. in the not too distant past. Right. Like it's it's a it's yeah. a baked in generational trauma in that, you know, I mean, there are still people alive who went through it, but there are certainly people whose parents went through it who are still with us, whose grandparents went through. It. It's not that long ago. Yes. And, and it's not contextual. Yeah. It is in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. And it is happening on the streets of New York. It's happening in the streets of L.A. It's happening everywhere in between. It's happening all over this world. And I really appreciate that you guys are even addressing it on your podcast. That's very meaningful to me. I came in today not knowing that you would. And it means a lot to me that you guys are are talking about it because it is something that a lot of us are are going through. And, you know, to kind of bring it back to Peloton, I know that there are a lot of people who I've spoken with who are feeling some frustration about who's speaking up, who's not speaking up, who's saying what and all of that. And, And I get that it is a complicated issue. And I get that Nobody wants stock prices to go down. <laughs> I, I get the complication of it, but also I think it's important to understand this also comes back to what Julie was saying about feeling alone on Hanukkah that we've seen Peloton speak out against, you know, like Asian hate. We've seen them talk about Black Lives Matter. We've seen them talk about the importance of the LGBTQ community. But no, there hasn't been a lot that has been said about this. And, and I know that it's, again, it's a complicated issue, but some of the basics of this and of humanity, don't hate Jews because they're Jewish, is pretty basic stuff. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I, I will also point out that, you know, when Peloton did speak out against any of those issues, it was a different leadership. Mm-hmm. I don't mean I don't mean that they yeah. should not say things, but yeah. at the same time, I get that there is probably a different philosophy based on the fact that they've changed pretty much everything from the original. <laughs> yeah. Much more corporate before it was much more individual and kind of what inspired people, and now it's more of a corporate focus and stock price focus, which I get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also. And and I don't know if you know the answer to this. I don't know the answer to this. So I'm not trying to put you on the spot. But, um, you know, I remember at some point that somebody pointed out that there are people that work for Peloton who are also Palestinian. And, and I don't know how I don't understand how you would dress that in a way that feels inclusive and and of everybody. You know, that's that yeah. feels like a tough place to be. 
Yeah, look, I almost feel like it needs to be acknowledged on different days. Like, it, it, I think that for a lot of Jews after October 7th, feeling like to see the slaughter and rape and kidnapping and torture of people and hostages who still have not come home, who are probably being raped and tortured in tunnels in Gaza right now, I think to address that in and of itself without having to put a disclaimer, again, like you said, nobody wants to see innocent civilians killed. Nobody does. It, it is a travesty. It is it is incredibly heartbreaking, especially to see children in, in the midst of all of this. And at the same time, it, these are two separate horrible issues to acknowledge and it feels for a lot of Jewish people when you put them together in one statement, like there isn't really a full acknowledgement. And like, it's, you know what? I, I think that addressing Islamophobia is important address and that deserves its own statement as well. That's fair. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. It, it comes off as like not all men like that kind of, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's that's it's a, a that's a good analogy. It's a very difficult line to walk. It is. Even when people's hearts are in the right place. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I've said so little. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean for real. Yeah. yeah. It's like but, I, I yeah. don't I don't know. I, I mean I don't know. I don't yeah. know the right thing to say. But let me say this. Yeah. I support I don't want anybody to die and I support Jewish people. Most <laughs> there Thank are you. so many people that have supported the podcast who are Jewish and that are like some of the funniest and the most loving and supporting people that I've ever met. So I'm pro Jew, man. <laughs> Thank you. I, I appreciate that and, and you know it it is always again. Like, I never thought that I would be in a position where, like, I go on social media and I have to unfollow people who are just saying very hateful things about my people. <laughs> like, And I just like, don't even know how people have time or energy for that. Like, it's just life is so yeah. short. Why are we why is anybody expending energy towards that hate? Like, there's just as we were talking about before the show, there's so much going on in everyone's individual lives. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, why why would you support terrorists? Yeah, yeah. there's that. Like, I think we're all on the same page. Nobody wants innocent civilians to die. But it's very confusing when people are supporting Hamas, when people are supporting a terrorist organization that is kidnapping people, torturing people, raping children, teens, women, men, like baby. Like, it's just it's it's quite stunning. It is. Yeah. Well, on that note, yeah, we're real, <laughs> we're real day brightener yes. around here. Uh, thank yeah. you for for all of that. Yes, and, thank you. Um, yeah. Until next time, where can people find you? You can find me at Dr. Jen Man to ends on Jen to ends on Man on social media, especially Instagram and Insta Stories. Wonderful, thank you. Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Peloton Artist Collaboration. 
the latest artist series features the new musical version of The Color Purple. Yeah, I think this is going to be really cool. Neat to see. I want to see the show, too. I want to see the show. Yeah, I've so I saw the the musical like the the stage production yeah i didn't really no i didn't like the songs oh. like I, the songs just didn't work for me okay and so gotcha it's very popular and people love it and the movie is doing great which is also wonderful i really love right now at the box office i've known them turning this into an episode of real spoilers you really are but there are so many movies doing well like I like it is a good thing. Yeah, like Color Purple's doing well. Wonk is doing well. Um blanking, but like but like there's so many movies that that are kind of on their own tracks. Like it's like normally It's like one good one everything else goes yeah, to shit. Have, yeah, and and also it's it seems like way the box office has been working coming out of COVID is pre-COVID it was like if you didn't make money that if you didn't make like 100 million dollars that first weekend, you were screwed. Nobody cares about your movie and it's dead. And that's not what's happening at the box office currently. Like Wonka came out in that first week. They were like, eh, that really wasn't what they were hoping for. But then it just kept making money. Color Purple's doing the same thing. And so I like it's it's cool to see. I'm glad. I'm, it's also nice that January is not the cesspool of releases that it used to be. That is for sure. Um, although we did get Night Swim last week. Was so, that bad? I so didn't if, go. If so you, if you if you if you want your January to be full of shitty movies, might I recommend Night Swim? Okay, okay. But, um, <laughs> it's about a haunted swimming pool. I look forward to their sequel when it's about a haunted gazebo. Like what? Is, <laughs> like, what? A haunted swimming pool? Like, what, how is, like, like the whole movie, you're just like. I don't know. How is that any different than, like, a haunted car in Christine, Stephen King? I mean, I, I don't know that it's I, any. Because Stephen King's a genius and could make it work. Hey, I agree right? with that for like, sure. I'm just saying the premise isn't necessarily that the problem here. Like That's the, all I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, you can, a good <laughs> filmmaker can make a dumb premise work, but the, we did not have that at play here. And. It was, yeah, I'm like, just don't go in the pool. <laughs> it's just, hey, remember that time the pool killed somebody? What if we didn't use the pool again? Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, uh, I hope that you take these classes <laughs> that feature <laughs> the color purple. <laughs> New content. It is time for the TCO Top 5, where you get to chime in and let us know what your favorite classes of the week were. And then Crystal reads them back for all the people that need suggestions. Yeah. And this week, since there were a, not a lot of new classes that hit in mm -hmm. the last couple of weeks, unless it was holiday classes, right, right. Uh, we had a lot of stuff that's kind of from the archive. So make sure that if you have any interest in these, you look at the date and get out there right away, because this first one comes from January of 2020 with Christine. Listen, it's probably not long for this world. It's a 10 minute FTP warm up ride. Now, because it's power zone, you might be better, but we'll see. Anyway, Anyway, so Dallas Bauer took this and she said, odd, but it was an FTP, FTP warm up with Christine. I am a Peloton newbie since the very end of November, and I was looking for a short ride to go to with the rest of my stack. I was intrigued when I saw the offering because my January goal is to be ready to complete a FTP test, and it scares me. <laughs> so I took the warm up after reading the description, and I'm so glad I did. Christine was great, and now I know what to expect and will likely take it this week instead of putting it off. That's great. Yes. And we should let you know, Dallas, you should be scared. <laughs> it's 
It's tough, but it's doable. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Valley Love, uh, from November of 2023, a 30-minute Sundays with Love. And Naomi Wynn said that her fi- this was her favorite class. Um, she shared that she was getting back onto the bike after a very long time off. And the class that she loved was this class from November 26. It was the first class back where she felt like she was getting stronger and not just hurting through most of the class. Oh, that's special. It really that's- is. Like, that takes you to a new place that is special i think i'll take that class <laughs> you're such a liar no, what no you're why what did i lie about <laughs> taking that class i you misinterpreted me oh i see what you did there <laughs> i didn't say that <laughs> Up next. <laughs> next, the favorite Peloton core strength. This is from December of 2023. This was a 10 minute core with Rebecca. And we are always at the clip out looking for a good go to core class. Katie Bromley said that this class had four four minutes of forearm planks and made her abs burn in That's the best of ways. Arm planks. <laughs> right. Is that how that works? Four no. minutes of forearm planks no. would be eight arm planks. So Katie said that she's not a big retaker of classes, but she has done this one several times and has it bookmarked to repeat. Uh, Okay, so this one is a favorite choose your adventure ride. Uh, I love this kind of uh, class. Bex does these fairly often over on the runs, but this came from Trish Lalonde, 30 minute feel good ride with Allie from January 7th. And what Allie did was she did uh, an option to pick which part of the class that you wanted to be the hardest. And then she called out two sets of instructions the entire class. Like I said, Bex does that and I absolutely love them. I haven't taken this class, but that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And then our favorite unstackable ride. This came in for many people this week, January 6, 2024. This was with Robin, a 45 minute hit in Hills. And let me just say she was wearing all yellow. <laughs> Michael Davern said that it was, oh, my God, four sections, speed work, speed climbing, lots of one to one work and recovery, two Tabata sections, the last with 20 on 10 off repeated 10 times. I think we only did seven of the 10 as time. Thank God ran out. <laughs> lots of Robinisms, but not too much. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Hakuna Tabata. <laughs> We have new split training classes for beginners. I thought that uh, the artwork and Asal's like actual like <laughs> how she did this was great. So she came out with her first split training program in German and it's all about strength. But then they took this photo together and I thought that was great. <laughs> uh, so actual split splits are not included and uh, there's I think this week there's a lot of new classes coming out with um, like new stuff that's all for beginners so if you haven't gotten a chance to check this class or this set of classes out you should definitely do that lots of new stuff coming out this week and finally we have a new peloton challenge available that incorporates lululemon Yeah, so Peloton and Lulu are kind of starting off the year by giving you a chance to get a special badge that's called Move For You, and you earn it by taking five or more Move For You classes, and you have to do it somewhere between January 10th and January 19th. So they have kind of special classes for that, and um, uh, I'm curious to see how people like it. Awesome. Well, keep an eye out for that. Definitely. Peloton Birthdays. And finally, we have three birthdays this week. Wow. First up is Cliff Dwinger on November, November, <laughs> January 19th. Happy birthday, Cliff. Happy birthday. A belated happy birthday. <laughs> it was in November. Uh, ben Aldis on 
January 22nd and Logan Aldridge on January 25th. So happy birthday, guys. Yes. Happy birthday. All the guys this week. Cliff, Ben, Logan. Happy birthday. That's interesting. We've got German, American and British all there. We got Look at that. several several different countries. Very evenly distributed. Yes, very nice. We well just need done. Australia, a little Austria, would have hit everything. Yes. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Mandy Rose. She was the person who famously helped Tunde complete the New York City Marathon. She's going to tell us that story firsthand, so stick around. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Mandy Rose. Hey, Mandy, how's it going? Hi, Mandy. Hi, you guys. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to have you here. I wanted to kind of start with just a little bit of your Peloton background. When did you get your first piece of Peloton equipment or start doing Peloton workouts, whichever came first? Sure. It was almost exactly three years ago. I think like November 9th or something. It's been three years since I got the bike. Wow. So I started with the bike. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. Because we're in 2023. And now that people have started getting the bike during the pandemic and it's three years later, my brain is still having trouble know, with the fact right? that that's been three years. When she said that, I was like, oh, so pre-pandemic. And I looked down at the date in the corner of my computer and I was like, oh, that's not true at that's all. Not true. That's not true. Yeah. So is the pandemic, was that like your impetus to get it or had your eye on it for a while? A little of both? I definitely had my eye on it, but I was a longtime triathlete and I was training actually for an Ironman when everything shut down. So I just kind of like regrouped, gave myself some time and then took the plunge. So, okay. So, uh, took the plunge and the pedal. And, and the run. And the run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see a Peloton treadmill next to you Peeking as well. Out at us. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I love it. When did you get your tread? I got that about two years ago or just over two years ago. Okay. So you were all in pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. I just, once I make a decision, I just go in. <laughs> if, if they had a pool, would you buy that too? I mean, I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. I, oh, I know. <laughs> I'm very much aware. If I think about it, I mean, I would pretend to think about it. And then buy one. <laughs> Are you still doing triathlons now? Do you kind of know? Okay. Okay. Man, I decided to retire from that. So, so just running stuff mostly nowadays. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's, big commitment. It is a big commitment, especially like the Ironman you were training for. Like that is a lot of hours of training. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm always impressed by people that do. I say that with a sense of jealousy, really, that like that people can commit that many hours to training. I wish that I could, but it's also exhausting. It's a lot. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It was so, fun. Well, I did it, definitely. Did you get to finish that Ironman? Because I know things got um, weird. No, I did three previous and that was my fourth. And then, no, we just never made it happen. So it went out with three and I'm cool with that. Okay. Yeah. That's... No shame in that. No, my no. goodness. Yeah. Yeah. One we time, not... half, any travel, right. <laughs> like anything you do. Awesome. I have to know if you got the Iron Man tattoo though. I always see those. I do. Yeah. I don't blame you. I think I would too. If I finished that bad boy, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Do they make you show any receipts? <laughs> well, I... Well, that tattoo artist just put that on anybody. They should, but no. What's that? Maybe they should, but no. Ah. 
Well, most recently, you came on our radar for being in the New York City Marathon. You had a big moment with Tune Day, which has been everywhere, including I just saw Access Hollywood. Uh, So I have so many questions. But my first question is, what went through your head when you saw Tune Day struggling at the end? I'm really curious. I was curious. Like, should we retell the story? Oh, yeah, real we quick totally for should. People that I forget. Aware. Not everybody is in my head. Yeah, right. yeah. Tom, tell the story. Okay. Well, maybe Andy, Me? you tell the story. Ooh, you tell the story. Like, how about the person who lived it? <laughs> I mean, I went into the New York City Marathon with an attitude of taking it as a tour, just soaking it all in. I'm a small town person, so New York City is very much out of my comfort zone and my norm. So I didn't have any time goals. I just wanted to experience it. So I ran the race and had a great time. And towards the last mile or half mile or so, I was approaching Tune Day and her hair is very distinctive. I just thought she was walking and I've been in that spot many times. This is my 18th marathon. And it just, it's a lonely, hard spot to be. So I just encouraged her and we finished together and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, but you're really downplaying what you did for her, you know, and <laughs> I get it. I do because you're just like, what else are you going to do? But honestly, right. like my first thought when I saw Tune Day Post was like, you saw her standing there and you went up to her. But like, it is a very lonely moment, but it's also a very like vulnerable, moment. vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so like. I am so impressed that you went up to her because I would be scared too. Like I wouldn't know where she's at in her head. You know what I mean? And so like, that's why I'm like, what made you decide? Like what went through your head to be like, I'm going to say something. (laughs) I've thought of that many times. I think I just, in that moment, she was two and day from Peloton, who I admire greatly, but she was also a runner who needed a little help. And When you've done a few, you just know the look they give you. And she just gave me the look of like, just needed a little boost. And I did, I just decided to stick with her. I don't know. I didn't know at the time if it was the right decision. I was like, I hope I'm not being annoying. (laughs) But then when we finished, that was incredible. Like the best hug I've ever had. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. It looked like a super intense, like you saved my life hug. Like it looked like that. It did. (laughs) Yeah, it was awesome. Definitely. And so then right after we, you know, separated at the end, I got my phone out and I called my husband. I'm like, I just finished the race of Dune Day. And he's like, are you hallucinating? (laughs) No. So I was very happy when some cool pictures and videos came out. So I was like, see, I was not hallucinating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, how did somebody capture that? Because it looked like it was drone footage, what Tunde showed on her phone. It's like the continuous feed that oh, they okay. the finish line. Yeah. And okay. so one of my friends actually had got it, too. And I think the one she posted was from Kendall. Kendall gotcha. had sent me an extremely sweet message and had captured it and sent it to her. So. Yeah, that's fascinating. I think it's a great reminder for people because everybody who struggles feels like they're the only one who struggles. So to see a Peloton instructor who obviously is in great shape, having a moment like that is, I think, very humanizing and shows that like just because you're good in one area doesn't mean that you're going to excel in another. And I don't mean that to like 
like she didn't do a good job, yeah, but, but like it wasn't easy for her right, in the same like way. It's, it's a different skill set than riding the bike. It's a different skill set than strength right. training and that we all have areas where we're good or better than other areas, even mythical Peloton instructors. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, so can you put in perspective for those of us who don't use the metric system, how far is 800 meters? Like she said it was 800 meters, but like I was having trouble picturing, like, could you see the finish line? When I first came upon her, I don't think we could quite finish it, but I had done the Central Park shakeout run with Bex actually. So I knew where we were. Otherwise I would have had no idea. So I knew it was just over the hill and it's the hill. So it's like extra punishment because you're running up a hill. So about a half mile or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for for that visual. And that would be once you had recuperated maddening, I would think, to think you got that close and stopped. Yeah. She would have been mad at herself. Yeah. Tough place to be, but she got it done and... I mean, what a huge accomplishment for her to get her first marathon done and on such a like insane level at New York, too. Yeah. And it wasn't like that was a slouch of a time. Like it was like, what, four hours and 20 minutes or something like that's yeah. like that's crazy for the very first time of doing it. Never having run that distance before, etc. Absolutely. Yeah. So you said this is your 18th marathon. You had not done New York before. You said you're from a small town. Like, have you done any of the other world majors? Have you done any other marathons we might have heard of? I've done Twin Cities several times and then Boston. But other than that, I don't mostly smaller ones. Yeah. Did you qualify for Boston? Heck, that's fast. Yeah. Man. Wow. Wow. You're fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a hard one to get into. To run New York much faster, but I actually ended up with a hamstring injury in August. So that's where I just had a whole different plan going into this race and it worked out very well. So, yeah, I mean, you finished next to Tune Day. (laughs) And my guess is you can probably get off the wait list for studio classes if you want to go. I have no idea. Like, hey, remember me? Mandy seems like she would be uncomfortable pulling that card. And I don't blame you, Mandy. (laughs) She was uncomfortable just at me making that joke. I know. know. (laughs) Had you been into the studio before to take any classes? So marathon week, I did a ride with Camila and that was super fun. And then my daughter is 16 and we did a run with Andy the day before the marathon. So that was our first studio experiences and it was so fun ton of fun like it couldn't have been better so everything was, it worked out perfectly so for all the people who struggle to get into classes it's worth it keep trying is what you're saying oh yeah it's super fun definitely <laughs> i think so but i think everybody knows i'm biased so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as someone who was already an avid runner and then got a peloton tread was there like a culture shock or shift in terms of how you train because i would think that you're you were probably had a system where you had your playlist or an audiobook or a podcast and now you have an instructor i'm just curious what that was like making that shift yeah so i went into it not expecting to enjoy the instructors uh, i kind of had the like I've been doing this forever attitude. 
And the more I got into it, the more, I mean, honestly, Bex has completely changed how I run. I had taken a lot of time off between when I got the tread and, well, there was just a gap. I went from basically not running for a while to then running a race and qualifying for Boston and almost PRing with like four months of training with Bex. So, I mean, the coaching in the community is life-changing. What about what Bex did that's different than what you were doing before? Super curious. I just think on my own at home, I was really comfortable. You just get your miles in, you trot along, you maybe push it once in a while. But then when you're sitting in front of the metrics and having someone tell you like, no, you need to push yourself, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It just... I found legs I didn't know I had. So, I mean, I had a bit of speed before, but it's much more enjoyable now. And I love the community that comes with it. It's much more than a treadmill and a bike. Yeah. That's fascinating because I do think that there are a lot of people that have been running for years that think like, well, I know how to do this. What do I, exactly. I don't know, do you yapping at me? No, I agree with yeah, that. Especially like hit workouts. Never would have done a hit workout before. I never did a hill on a treadmill before. It was like, yeah. And now it's like, bring it on. You know, (laughs) I look look forward to it. (laughs) Now it's just a challenge and you, you, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really feel like that's something that, that Peloton should probably focus on like more in a niche way, not in like their big commercials, but like when they're going to these marathons, I think they need to convince the avid runners who are already at an elite level that they have an offering for them. Cause I think Mm -hmm. a lot of them are like, I'm an elite athlete. You're for housewives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was sort of my take immediately and just, it was not the case. So definitely something for that for sure. (laughs) What, What made you be open to trying it to like, taking the class was it because you'd already taken bike classes and you knew that was fun like i'm curious if you felt like oh i've been doing this i don't need it (laughs) i'm also a big ally love fan and i was doing her boss october and she was doing a live hit and hills with bex actually and that's what turned me on to bex and then i was just hooked so yeah getting the bike and then just turning it into the run, basically. So it, that's fabulous. It like gave you the like a sense of security that like, oh, if a bike ride is this fun and I already like running, right. then this should level that up. Exactly. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's fabulous. Do you think you will go after the tread plus? Or are you going to stick with your tread? I love the plus. Definitely. <laughs> that was what I had tried it originally in the store. I think when I got the bike and then I got recalled. I really like the tread. I have no complaints. It works perfectly, but I just think the plus is where it's at. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, <laughs> I always say the tread is fine. Like, it's fine. It's a good product. But the tread plus yeah. is like amazing. <laughs> and then I always, I always say if she got me a Christmas gift and she asked what I thought of it and I said, it's fine. <laughs> It's no, it's totally fine. <laughs> I want to circle back. So, how did the Access Hollywood thing come up? Like, did they just contact you and they were like, "We want a surprise Tune Day"? Yeah, yeah. They had emailed me like within minutes of Tune Day's post. She works with them now, so it makes perfect sense. And I wasn't in New York anymore because I came home right away. And we just set up a Zoom meeting and. 
but yeah, I'm like, okay. I mean, if you guys want to talk to me, I'll sit in a patient room and talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was fun. It's just very like unreal. I keep using the word surreal because it's just funny when people care so much. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. I, I totally get that. It's a shame that Zoom exists because pre-Zoom, you probably would have got a free trip to New York out of it. Yeah, they probably would have been like, come on back. (laughs) (laughs) But still awesome. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Do you have uh, plans to try to get back into New York next year? Or you're like, I did that. I'm on to other marathons. What are you thinking? I don't want to do New York every year. I'd like to go back and do some studio stuff maybe next summer or something like that. I have a 16-year-old daughter and a 15-year-old daughter. And then next year, the 15-year-old will be 16, so she can do studio stuff, too. And I'll probably do a small marathon here in the spring for a time. And Susie Chan is another inspiration, and I got into ultras because of her. So I'll probably do another one of those. So, yeah. Yeah. Susie's amazing. So another ultra? You've done an ultra? It was a 50K, so like a baby ultra. Oh, but I thought you did something difficult. My apologies. We'll remove (laughs) this in post. (laughs) Not on a Susie Chan level ultra, okay? Like, that's all. It it was awesome, though. I'm super glad I did it. And I never would have without uh, her little inspiration, so... Yeah, she's incredible. But like, I know 50k is no joke. Like that's for sure. That's a lot of miles. That's a lot of miles. Yeah. How does it compare in your mind to a marathon versus a half marathon? How are they different? So the trail community is just different. It's focused on time. It's just different. I mean, there's lots of snacks the whole way, like food, (laughs) food, not just goose and grossness. I think more about like, just soaking in nature and I don't know, it's just very different, more relaxed. I really like the one I did. It was, it was awesome. So which one it's did just you a do? Different vibe. I mean, we're all runners, but trail running is a little different. And which one did you do? One in Minnesota. It's just Afton. It's a, a park at a, it's like a ski area. So awesome. quite hilly. I was going to say, that sounds like a good thing you were doing the hills. Yeah. Those yeah. hills aren't hidden. Yeah. <laughs> They're right there where everybody can see yeah. them. It's not hidden hills. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he keeps saying that hit in hills is hidden hills. <laughs> right. I just realized like a month ago that after like seven years of the show that people hadn't been saying hidden hills. We've been saying hit. And... <laughs> exactly. I, <was> like, <laughs> I finally saw it in well, writing. I, and I... <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what they've been talking about. <laughs> what is your leaderboard name? Mandy Rose. That's easy. That's easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just curious, as an avid runner, do you have any advice for people who are just getting a Peloton? Just jump in and listen to your body. Take it little steps at a time. There's something for everyone. I think that's a big piece of it, too, is there's so many instructors and so many styles of music and styles of classes. And so to just try something new, if you're feeling stagnant or stuck, there's always something different. But the main thing is just easing in and listening to your body. Yeah, that's good advice. It's never too late. I mean, everyone can do, do this stuff. Is there an instructor that you would like to rescue in the future? (laughs) No. (laughs) Is there an instructor you would like to rescue you? (laughs) 
No. <laughs> I mean, if anyone's out there, I'm, I'm gladly will help again. It's something I've done before. It's just how it works out. You just got to put yourself out there and help out once in a while. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I that if you're in that spot, someone else can lift you up too. So for sure. I remember one time I was running and this guy, he was like, Stop looking down, look up. But it didn't help me. It just made me mad. <laughs> and that was one of my concerns when I approached her. Like, uh, hopefully this isn't too much, but it worked out. <laughs> yeah, I think what you did was a little different. And I know that the person who said that to me was trying to be helpful, too. Like, I no, know I, that. But like, literally, that was all I had at that moment. You know, <laughs> I, totally, I get that. Completely get that. So. I thought it was like running equivalent of like, you'd be a lot prettier if you smiled. <laughs> it's the worst (laughs) well mandy thank you so much for your time today we really appreciate it yeah thank you so much for having me and i love following you guys on social it's fun to know what's going on all the time so (laughs) well it was fun to watch your moment it was super exciting and it was really sweet to see when tunde posted it like it brought tears to my eyes. You could really see the emotion in that hug that she gave you. For sure. And I was really glad that she shared it. And we appreciate you sharing your part of the story here. So thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank you thank so you. much. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. You can find me on all the socials at Clip Out Crystal and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content. You get ad-free episodes, and we like you extra. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. And rowing. Bye. Bye.